I don't know what just happened, but whatever just happened, it felt like I confessed something and now I feel better. I feel better. Like, that's what was holding me back. Like, I was lying the whole time. And maybe that was what was holding me back from God. And whatever I confessed, it must have been heavy because now it feels like God has, like, like something has relaxed. And, like, the pressure has been taken off of me a little bit. I feel so much better. I feel good. I feel great. I feel great. Like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. But like, it don't feel like it's all the way a good thing. It feel like because of what I confessed, you know, I'm trusted less. Or maybe a little little bit of my responsibility has been lifted from me. And I don't, I'm not even all the way mad about it. It's just, I'm afraid that, that I needed that. Like, Maybe moving forward, that was, you know, what would have made me the difference or made a difference in my progress and just being really great. But I also wonder, like, because I know God and there's nothing I could ever confess that would make him see me differently. He already knows everything. I can't trust it, you know? How can I confess anything to anybody that God doesn't already know? The only way I feel that that would work is maybe if God was feeling like, you know, why didn't you tell me that? How could you tell somebody else and not be able to confess that to me? Now, you know, I'm I'm upset about that because you should have, you know, just said it to me. Why do you feel like you, you know... You don't trust me if you can't tell me things. And I want you to tell me your deepest secrets. And only me. Now, I can't even have deepest secrets. Like, everybody knows them all. And God knows them, of course. But it's in a way, I could still hide things a little bit. Not from God, though. So I don't even know if that's God. But I was just sitting here analyzing what it was that I said. And it seemed like, okay, so what happened was I was sitting here about to go to sleep. And then that's when I, my mind kind of forced a thought of like what happened yesterday with remembering Cancun. And I didn't finish talking about that, but I talked about it before. But all I know is when I did that, like it felt like somebody showed up, like, you know, two people. And when they showed up, like, one of them was like, you know, they said something, but it felt like, you know, I love you, Don't why don't you want me in your family? Or something like that. <clears throat> and I was like, I don't want to deal with this right now. I don't, you know, need your help right now. I don't want you around me right now. And it's not in a rude way. It was more like, I'm really relaxed right now. I don't want the drama. And I'm trying to pray and focus on God right now. So, this individual, when I noticed, I noticed something. When I tried to go back to God, like, it's like God was like, wait, you know. 
and I looked at them and I noticed something like they were, they were like, you know, everything you think bad about me or everything you thought I was doing here, you know, I'll be that, you know, just don't like, don't push me away because you feel like, you know, I don't want to be that or I won't be that. I'll be that if you can push me away or something like that. And I'm just like, that's not why. That's not how I feel. But I can't, like, all the way tell them everything because something, somebody, like, keeping me from saying certain things because they don't want the truth to get out. And it's way worth not telling them than to deal with this person because this person is just going to lie. Then they're going to talk over me. And then they're going to twist my words. And then they're just going to be a headache. So I'm just like, let me just focus on God right now. So when I noticed this stuff, I was like, I can't just walk away and let that go with this person feeling like that's how I want them to feel. And I was like, can I? And then God's like, no, you can't. And so I'm like, okay, I could probably do both. Focus on God and give him my undivided attention or like most of my attention. And then like do my best to kind of like clear up the lies. And reveal the truth about how I really feel about this person. Like, I don't want you to feel that way. So it's a few different things. One of them was like that I wanted them to wear girl clothes as a boy. I'm <laughs> like, not true. So I had to take that. And it's work because you have to like, I guess I'm convincing them that I, that's not what I, that's not me. That's not what I said. And you kind of have to convince them like what the truth is. And I'm fighting at the same time because somebody wants, doesn't want me to kind of like clear that up. Or maybe somebody just like, don't listen, don't listen. I don't know. But then another one was that I wanted them to act more like my brother. And I'm like, no, I want you to be yourself. I don't ever want anybody to act like anybody. I want everybody to be there, be their selves. You know, their authentic selves. You know, I don't want you to be... If you're a bad person, I want you to be better. That's it. But I want you to be your best self. And another one was like that I feel like I don't I can't remember everything now, but it was a few things. I think another one was like, um I can't remember everything now, but all I know is it was a few things, and it's weird how it works because it's like as our authentic selves, like when we were children, or like I don't know if this is everybody's personality, but some people, when you say things about them, or if you feel some way about them, or you feel like if they accept it in their hearts, like they somehow become it for you. I guess. I don't know. But that's what it felt like. So I had to take all that back. Like, no. <laughs> like, no, I want you to be yourself. And I don't ever want you to be any of those things for me. And it's just like a miscommunication. No, I don't feel like anybody lied to this person. I just feel like this person just, that's what this person, how this person received it. That's how this person took it. So I tried to tell them. And then after I started telling them, I realized, like, <clears throat> they're laughing at me for putting so much effort into this. Like, they think it's funny that I'm trying so hard. And I'm just like, 
don't get offended. Like, God is like, don't feed into that. Don't don't get offended because they're trying to distract you from God. And they're trying to make you, like, they're still kind of evil. And they're kind of, like, trying to, you know, drag you into arguments and fights. And, like, more fighting. Fighting really hard so your head hurts really bad. I don't have time for that. So, I'm just saying, I'm not going to feed into it. But... Still, little by little, I'm still trying to help where I can. And I just hear a crowd, like, arguing and stuff. And I'm just like, that's what the crowd is. The crowd is following them, not me. But I already knew that. And I'm okay with, like, you know, them following them. Because I don't, like, as long as I'm over here, I can be at peace with God. You know? Even if the crowd is, like, still sort of paying attention, like, it feels better when I'm not, I don't have a crowd that is, you know, if one person could take something I said or did the wrong way, then imagine a crowd watching me taking things that I say and do the wrong way. Like, that's, that's my, like, that's something that I've, you know, I get anxious about, especially when you're representing God or trying to. You know, you can't mislead or, you know, misdirect people like that. You have to be very careful with what you do. Every little thing matters. But um, all I know is now, like, everything is cool. And we're talking like friends. And all I know is, for some reason, it's like I'm exchanging secrets. And I think I said something pertaining to, like... Something was brought up about a crush. Have we, have me and my sister ever crushed on the same guy before? So that was another thing about like me and my sister crushing on him at the same time. And I'm just like, no, we're not. We're not. It just seems like it's about that. That's what they're trying to force it to be about. But it's really about God. So like we were talking about that. And then I couldn't think of a time besides my sister thought of a time. She's like, Wait, when we were younger, that one guy who looked like Lil Bow Wow. So it was this guy who was like in, like, he had to be in like the, our our school went from like kindergarten to, I believe, six, maybe, maybe eighth grade, kindergarten to eighth grade. I don't remember, but he was in one of the higher grades. I feel like he was in like 10th grade or something. But every time we see him, we we would get, like, in the days, our eyes would glaze over. And we would just be like, oh, my gosh, he looks like Lil Bow Wow. He looks just like him. He's so cute. I didn't know his name. My sister knew his name. Then I knew it. And then she was like, she'd say, like, hi. <laughs> then I'd be like, hey. And, like, a couple times it looked like he was looking at us, like, you know, hey. But he did just give us like a just a hey, it wasn't weird or anything. Would have been weird if he did like us as young as we were. But sometimes I was think like, did he kind of look at me like I'm cute or something though? Even though he way older than me and we could never talk. Anyways, that was the one time we crushed over a guy, the same guy. And we never fought about it because like he's way older than us. He wouldn't date either one of us. We couldn't date either one. Like we couldn't date him. We in like the first or second grade. And, you know, it's just like an innocent crush. Like, he's cute. He looks like Lil Bow Wow. Who didn't like Lil Bow Wow? 
But all I know is, you know, that was it. We never fought over guys like that, ever, ever. Like, girl code, like, you know, I don't want the same guy you want. And if we ever want the same guy, how about neither one of us have him? Or if you want him more, if he's more for you, then he's for you. If he's more for me, then he's for me. But it's probably easier for neither one of us to have him if we ever like the same guy. Like, what do we look like fighting over dudes? Like, we're sisters, and that's, like, that's ugly. I don't know what to call it. Like, that's, ugh. Like, I couldn't imagine years later being like, I'm not cool with my sister because of some dude who showed up in her life. And dudes are replaceable, but sisters aren't, so. No, we never had that issue, but this is feeling like it's about that. Like, that's what people keep trying to push a narrative of. And I'm like, it'll never be about that. I don't care even if that's what they're saying. It'll never be about that. I'm fighting for a God. And if there's ever a guy that ever comes about that's really just that great, that we both just like, oh, no, I got to have him. No, I got to have him. You know, I'd rather be heartbroken. But would I? But would I? That's what I've been questioning this whole time. But would I? Because it's like, you know, if if y'all really like in love, like y'all feel like y'all are soulmates or connected or something. And the narrative is that, you know, she was with him first. Before I got here. Then when I got here, he found out we were soulmates. And then now he's pursuing me. And for so long, I'm like, I wouldn't even want anybody who my sister ever dated. But I didn't know that. And that's what and it was being told. Like, nobody wanted to tell me the truth about that for so long until I really was supposed to be interested in this guy. And so by the time I found out, I'm like... No, that's not happening. We're not fighting over a guy. It's not happening. But the guy's acting like, you know, yeah, I dated her, but I'm for you. Like, you're my soulmate. We can't deny that. We can't be separated. What am I supposed to do? And, like, I felt like for a long time, like, this guy loved it when girls fight over him. And he would love to see two sisters that would be inseparable in that way to fight over him and be separated. So he's, like, wicked. So I'm like, no, I wouldn't even want a guy like that. So I'm fighting that anyway. So I don't care if you can't fight it. I'm going to fight it. And my sister means more. I'm always going to choose her. I'm always going to choose her. And, you know, no matter what. And that this situation really proved that if that is true, this situation really proved no matter what, no matter what, even if she got caught up in it and did dirty stuff to me, which I don't know how true that is, but... Even if she got caught up in it and did dirty stuff to me, I'm still going to choose her. That's my sister. So, you know, no. I don't even care if you were my husband from God and that was true. You know, I no, I'm going to choose my sister. But that's why it seems complicated because it's supposed to seem like the narrative being pushed. This is your husband from God. Eh, well, not really, but... Like, God placed a situation like this, and you can't help, you know, the situation. And sometimes things are really complicated like that, and God knows. But, you know, still no. I, ultimately, when it came down to it, push came to shove, and I chose my sister. And that's, you know, that's been 
you know, validated, stamped that. You can't send that back. Can't take back what happened. That's what that is. But, like, still, this narrative is being pushed that this guy is still around. I'm just like, this guy is just going to have to die off. Because, like, not die literally, but, like, kind of, like, die off as far as, like, me wanting him. I'm sure God, you know, God has already told me throughout my life, like, whoever I choose, as long as we are with him, as long as we have a relationship with God, we'll work out. He'll make it work. God will make it work. So, no guy means that much. But then at the same time, I was being told a lot of times, like, but how can you help that your heart is, like, that y'all work this, like, y'all are this well? And this is happens to be the guy who, like, in a second, our whole life flashed before our eyes. And it feels like we knew each other forever. Like, we're soulmates and stuff. But, like, like I said, I don't trust it because of the circumstances. You know, I've never seen anything like that happen before. But I've never seen anything like a lot of this stuff happen before. So, I don't really trust that. Ultimately, it came down to when I searched, when I really searched, when God searched my heart and truly pulled out the deepest part of me, no guy is for me but God right now. So, that's off the table. I've been fighting it no matter how hard it feels like it's being forced on me. But today, it finally feels like something broke off. And I'm just like, praise God. You know, I'm thankful. I'm really thankful. I don't want to make put too much on it. I'm really, I feel relieved because... You know, like I said, you can't replace a sister. And sometimes guys seem irreplaceable, too. You can't replace a soulmate. But, you know, God was, like, not having it anyways. He's like, you're going to choose your sister. Period. So he knows my heart. You know, if I were ever going to choose a guy over my sister, I would be choosing a guy over God. So it's not happening. And God, he laid it out like that. That's why I love God, you know. I love him because he's so real. He's so real. He's like, choose him over her. You're choosing him over me. You're choosing her. And my heart is like, I want to choose her anyways. It was never a debate ever really about choosing her. I just felt all the pain of feeling like, we were fighting over a guy and that that could ever separate our relationship. So if anything, I was choosing, I was feeling like I couldn't choose her because she wasn't choosing me. But it was never, ever a debate about who I would choose between her and him, ever. And so there's the complication of this situation, I guess. It was like, it felt like she was so in love that she'd be willing to kill me for him. And tried. But. I still chose her because. I love her. That's my sister. And. When it comes down to it. Would I want her to die? Like it it all came down to this. Listen. Even if she'd rather you die. Would you want her to die? It doesn't matter what other people do. Is that what you would do? And that's what God had to like show me. You got to humble yourself. Sometimes you're going to have to be. You know. Stabbed in the back. Dragged through the mud. Did so dirty. But you got to be you through all of it. Otherwise, they'll turn you into someone you're not. And you're going to have to deal with that later, not them. When everything's said and done and everybody's gone, everybody who influenced any decision or tried to change you, you still have to live with who you are. That's what matters most. So 
it ultimately came down to, hey, I got to choose me. I got to choose God, but I got to choose me. I know who I am. So I chose God. Who chose me? Who chose him? And that's just what that is. But it feels like it's finally dying off. And honestly, like, I could cry happy tears if that's true. One thing that is complicated, though, you know, moving forward after, like, that, the aftermath of moving forward, like, you know, if it's true, did you really just try to kill me over a dude? Like, that's something we got to work out going forward, like, you know. I love you. I chose you clearly. You know where I stand, but where do you stand? You know? We are different people, you know, but still, when it comes down to it, you know, it's not that I can't trust you. It's just that, you know, moving forward, like, I just don't know if my sister loves me, you know? I know my sister loves me, but, you know, do you love me? I don't want to say that. Like, I love you because I don't want to say that because that seems redundant, pointless to say. But because it doesn't matter if she loves me like I love her. Clearly, I still love her. So that's what the point of that was. But it's just, man, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I would want us to go back to... I don't want to say go back to normal. It's a new normal now. We know what it is now. When it comes down to it, we know the real. And that was heavy. But. um, I guess what's been on my heart lately. Would you do it again? And would you ever let that go? You know, because I think most of the pain came from him choosing me over her. Even though she was here first, I guess. And it's still some, like, resentment there, I feel like, or might be, or could be gone by now. But for me, it might still be some resentment there that she would, you know, feel like choose him over me, even though I would choose her. But I don't know how true this is. Like I said, this could just be a narrative being pushed. From what I understand, I was not the only girl involved either, either way. And we weren't the only girls involved either way. And it feels like it's a pattern, and that's that's dangerous, that's scary to me to ever run into anything like that. Like, I would I would never put myself in that position, but it seems like the you know it found me. I was put in a position, so it's deep. But like I said, I don't really know all the way. I just know that you know. I want to choose God, and I want to be happy. And if anybody don't want me to be happy, I don't know what I'm going to do with that moving forward. I just don't know. Like, if we don't, neither one of us choose the guy, and you want me to be happy, then we can be happy. But, like, you can't not want me to be happy, period, in life. Because then it's like, I have to choose me. I have to. I have to. I chose you over him, but I can't choose you over me. Actually, I did. I chose her. I chose her over me. But like, moving forward, I don't know. I don't know because I have to be happy. And what if I get married and have a husband? And like, you know, I don't want you getting away of that. Even when it's not, he's not even choosing you. You know. 
I want you, like, it feels like it's a pattern where it's like, don't, I don't want this to, I don't want, because this happened, that it kind of treats, it shows you, or it makes you feel like, I can do this again, you know, like, that hurt, like, it hurts, you know, but at the same time, I trust God, you know, God, if that were really the guy for me, you know, it would have been, I just feel like so many different, so many things would have been done differently. You know, I feel like overall, you can't help your heart if that was true about it. But a real guy for me would have done everything in our power, everything that's necessary to really stand up and be a man. Like, you know, if somebody's for you, show them. And rise to the occasion. This guy, I feel like, did not do that. And ever. It was just like, fight, fight, fight. Like, yeah, go, go, go. Instigating it. And even if not instigating it, just loving it. And no, never. Never for me. You know? But, um, <laughs> now I can talk about, ooh. <laughs> I'm a little heavy right now. This you know, so I'm just, you know, I don't want to get too happy because I know it's still a little, still a little fresh. But now I can talk about <laughs> who's for me and who God has for me. Like Now I learned so much from this situation with myself. I think I might know a little bit more what I want in a guy that I never knew before. Because before I was just a little, I was a little childish, maybe a little naive to the kind of guy I thought that I would want, and maybe that's why I sort of kind of fed or fell into this. Which I never did, though. I don't feel like I ever did. But, you know, looking back, I don't feel like I had a choice. I did. We always have a choice. But clearly some things about this guy appealed to me. So, you know. But regardless, moving forward, now I have a better outlook on the kind of guy I feel like would be for me, good for me. And it may not always be the kind of guy who seems like he's just, like, appealing in that way. He will appeal to me, but not in that way. So, the kind of guy is for me. Maybe... The kind of guy that's just, like, for God. Like, for God. Like, if he on that level with me, fighting for God, want to be there, want to, like, whatever it takes. Like, he hearing. He's getting these same words I'm getting from God. Like, he is there, you know. He's on that page with me. He's fighting like that with me and for me, for God. That, you know, I feel like that's... I can easily fall in love with that, but a guy like Jesus, a guy like a guy like God, 
You know, nobody can ever be God, but he want to be like Jesus. And every single day he's mastering that more and more. And that'll make me, that'll keep me in love forever. So something else that was talked about. So who do you have a crush on? Because you clearly have a crush. I have a big, 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 humongous crush. And it's, I'm dying inside. But I always talked about this. It's a cycle. Somebody's crushing on somebody who's crushing on somebody who's crushing on somebody. And the cycle continues. It's forever. Hearts are being broken because of it every day. But. Yeah. Somebody was crushing on him. Who was crushing on me, I guess. And I was crushing on somebody. And I'm still crushing on somebody. And I'm dying inside. I am dying inside how much I love this man. His name is Jesus Christ. No, I'm, I know it sounds corny. No, I, I don't care. I love him. I'm in love. I am so in love with God. I'm so in love with God. God, I love him. And you know what? I don't mind sharing this time. I don't mind sharing. See, this guy that I was talking about before, maybe the issue was sharing, right? I would never share, ever. But I'll share Jesus with anybody. (laughs) I'll share Jesus with everybody. I love him. I love him so much. So, 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 so much. And I'll share him with anybody and I'll be in love with him forever. And he can never do any wrong and he'll always be here. He'll never change. I can always trust him and depend on him. And no one can ever take him away from me. And no one can ever take me away from him. And no one can ever ruin anything he has for me. And everything he has for me is so much greater than I ever think or imagine. And can't nobody take it back. That's my Lord. That's my Savior. That's that's all me. That's all me and everybody else's too, but all me. He's mine. I'm his. It doesn't matter what I did because he only sees me for who I am. He saw the best in me when everybody else saw the worst. I love him. Praise him. He is worthy to be praised. And I am in love with that bit. And I am in love with that. My Lord and my Savior. So... My goodness. <laughs> okay, okay. Because you, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Okay. This is what a real crush looks like. I always wondered if I ever have a real crush on any guy. I've never really crushed on any guy. I'd be like, oh, he's cute. Or, oh, he's attractive. Or, oh, I, could, I would really love a mansion and be with him. But I never deeply wanted somebody in my soul. Deep, deep, deep. And I'm like, would it be like that with my husband? And you know what? It'll never be this kind of love. Never. No greater love. I will never find a greater love. But the best part about this love, it is to be shared with everybody. 
and my husband in the future. Ooh, God bless his soul. I'm praying for him. God just start directing me in the last few days to start praying for my husband. Oh, you know what that means. You know what that means. For so long, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because I was like, I'm not ready for that. And God is like, you're not ready. It's okay. You don't have to pray husband prayers. It's not you. You know, it's not time. But he just start inching me into that. Oh, he's preparing me. He's preparing. <laughs> you see why I love my Lord. You see why I love him. He's perfect. But you know, I have the biggest crush on him, and I feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be something. It is gonna be something. When I get married to a man, and I have to love him like I love God. You know, I will never love him more, but I will love him like I love God. I will submit to him like I submit to God. I will worship him as long as he is worshiping God. I will allow him to lead and make the decisions, give him that position, not instead of God, but right up underneath him. And... Ooh, you know, we gon' we gonna do we gonna do something, you know. We gonna do something. We go we gonna be somebody. We gonna be somebody. But anyways, you know, oh my god, I'm about to cry. I'm about to cry for this situation because growth wow growth. He has taught me so much about myself. He is intentional. He is intentional. Hmm. I wouldn't wish the situation on my worst enemy. But I'm still going to be glad it happened. I'm going to be glad it happened. But, you know, and I am glad it happened. It's just I'm going to be glad 100% that it happened. But, um, like I said, fresh situation anyways. My Lord and my Savior. Worthy to be praised. He is intentional, you know. He did this for a reason, to strengthen my faith in him, to strengthen my trust in him, and to show me the difference between real love. Show me what real love looks like. Real love is unconditional. Excuse me, real love requires a fight. And real love always wins, always. He just taught me some, ooh, I love him. What? What? Okay, so he humbled me. He's taught me so much. He's healed me so much in myself. He has pulled me out of the filthy dirt and dusted me off. He's still dusting me off, but 
you know, he's getting me nice, clean, and white. The scripture says, all of our sins are red like crimson blood. But Jesus renews us as white as wool. White as snow. And... My husband will love me for who I am. He will never let me go. He will always support me. He will be a man. He will take a stand. (laughs) I feel like I'm writing a poem now, but... He will... Guide me. He will be... He can be trusted to guide and lead. Because God guides him. God will provide for us and he will provide for me. We will provide for each other. And most of all, you know, he's going to be a family man. Not most of all. Most of all, he loves God. But he's going to be a family man. He is going to love my children like a husband, father, man should. He is going to teach my children to be wonderful human beings on this planet that praise God and that choose God no matter what they run into. Because after what I've run into, Lord Jesus, if my child run out here acting like some of these people was acting not trying to judge them forgive me lord i'm being judgmental i don't know what i'm gonna do i know i'm gonna fall to my knees but whoo that just might be my next fight but i'm gonna fight for them just like i fought for my sister and i'm gonna fight for them just like i fight for my family every day and i'm gonna fight for them just like i fight for god every day but my husband will be fighting with me We will be inseparable. We will become one. I will be his rib. And it will be so clear the second that we meet or the second that we connect. Because I don't know about, you know, I ask for love at first sight. But, you know, maybe, 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 maybe not. It will be so clear that we are never going to be apart again. That I am his rib. You know, he's my Adam and I'm his Eve. And God will manifest himself inside of this man. Just like he's manifesting himself inside of me. I've seen God do it before, but the man wasn't right. And God had told me, y'all are not going to be together. Y'all are not going to end up together. He, God told me that about a man, even though he showed up inside of this man for me because I prayed for this man. So... I know he'll do that for my husband, especially when this man is for me, by him, from him. My children, my children, my children, my little babies. He is going to nurture and care and protect my babies 
with his life and me as well. And as far as out, you know, worry about the outside world, we should be on the same page. But I know it's going. We're not going to always, you know, be in agreement. <clears throat> we can always take it to God, though. That's why we need God. And oh, I'm cramping up. <laughs> Excuse me. And we're going to be together forever. No divorce. It's not happening. We can't get divorced. We can't. We're going to figure it out. And I know it's going to be hard. I can see now how much of a fight this was. How much of a fight marriage will be. We're going to get it together, though. We will not be divorced. And most of all, God, he will consider God at all times with or without me there so that we don't have as many issues as we otherwise would have like he's not going to be perfect we all make mistakes but he will be such a man of God that when he when he doesn't do things it's because of God watching and then me he's going to be like I can't do this because I'm a man of God like Joseph you know it doesn't matter if I can get away with this it doesn't matter if you look good it doesn't matter if you're the queen you know, I'm not doing it because I'm a man of God. How can this man trust me with everything, including you? And I do him like that behind his back. I'd rather go to jail for 12 years. Even though he didn't know he was going to jail, but still. Whew. Yeah, I need a man of God. I need a man of God. And I want my husband to be a man of God, a father of God, a husband of God. You know. So we can be happy. God showed me. He showed me when I was like 18. He showed me my house. My little house. He showed me my dog my white picket fence and my husband we were happy we were at peace we were comfortable we weren't super wealthy or rich like I wanted at one point in my life we were comfortable and that's okay because peace was involved but no kids in this vision, I didn't see. Doesn't mean we won't have them. I think God told me, I'm going to have a little boy. Oh, I want my little boy. I got baby fever right now. Just like, literally, two days ago, I think, I started smelling dirty diapers. And ain't no kids in this house. I do have a niece, but she haven't been here, and she be downstairs. But I smell dirty diapers. I'm like, what? what? And God is like, mm. and then I just had this vision about my baby boy. I was hugging him, my baby boy, kissing him. And then I laid my head down again today, and. 
As I closed my eyes and worshiped God, he handed me a toddler, a baby Roy, with his belly exposed, sucking on his little pacifier, laid out asleep with his arms in the air, like just laid out. And I love it. I love it when I see little babies just so, just flopped over, so sleep that, you know, all the weight going in their body and they just flopped over. I love it. It's so cute. And then. I didn't see a face at first. And I think at first I saw a white baby. Ooh. But still, you know, I want who God got for me. But, um, the baby turned to black, black baby. And he was light skinned and. I saw his little face. He looked like my little brother when he was a baby. He was so cute. I could do. I just wanted to kiss his little cheeks. He was adorable. He and he and his face looked like my brother, but it looked like mixed with somebody else. I'm careful about that right now, though, because like I said, I saw a little girl last year, and that was a demon. So I'm careful. This time when I saw this baby, it was only while I worship God. Only while. I'm going to be careful still, though, you know? Like I said, the situation is fresh. Got to be careful. I don't feel like it's over all the way. But it feel like it might be. It might be almost over. Ooh. I'm going to cry happy tears. I'm going to cry happy tears. But something I am worried about is, did I fail? Could I have gotten more? Whilst I worshipped, it was a breakthrough. I didn't didn't actually get through. I got super, super close, but I couldn't break through. And would that affect my outcome? Or is that a trick? You know, God has been debating this whole time whether I'll get it anyways. But at one point, he said, it's okay if you don't do it. I got something else for you. So, I don't know. But, you know, we shall see.